0: welcome to the self-love breakfast club where we have honest conversations about health wellness and of course self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight real life real advice and no bs i'm your host crystal rose and today i'm serving self-love for breakfast Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. I hope you have a cup of coffee handy or some tea or whatever you're into. Get cozy because it's going to be an awesome episode. I have some things I want to share with you first, as usual. One really big thing right now is I am in the process of completing a coaching certification. Super intense program. Honestly, it's been changing my life. It's all about energy And I get to host a free hour-long workshop discussing some of the concepts I've learned. So I am so freaking excited about this. And honestly, I'm kind of peeing my pants a little bit. It's a little scary. But I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be on Sunday, September 20th, 4.30 p.m. EST. And I'm calling it, Why Am I Like This?, understanding our destructive and unhelpful behaviors. So if you've ever like done something repeatedly, and you're like, why do I do this? And and you're like frustrated, or you get into like a shame spiral, you know, whether it be eating your feelings, or maybe you lash out, or maybe you get stuck in this victim mentality, or addictive behaviors. Maybe you're into working all the time, maybe you excessively exercise, basically any sort of habit that you do that essentially is a little destructive and not really helpful. So I'm going to break that down and kind of discuss why we do what we do and the process of healing those behaviors. And most people think, I'll give you a little hint, most people attack the behavior Right, we're we're overeating. We're doing this, you know. We're excessively working out, and so they're like, "I have to stop doing this thing," and they're not attacking it at the root. So I kind of explain why we do what we do, and we're gonna get a little we're gonna get a little woo woo in it, and we're gonna we're gonna get into our bodies and feel some energy, and it's gonna be incredible. So I'm really excited. I really hope you'll come and support me. I need to have a minimum of five people. So honestly, as long as five people show up, I'm good. <laughs> but this is a requirement to graduate. So absolutely free to you. There's no sales pitch at the end. This is not one of those masterclass or, you know, the the, the hot trendy thing that's going on right now. This is literally something I'm in the process of doing. And this is my time to be seen and to talk about what I'm learning and share it with you all. So I wanted to take a moment to tell you about it. And if you're interested, you can go to my website. It's crystalrose.com slash healing. crystalrose.com healing. And you will see a button where you can get your free ticket to the workshop. So there's that. Also, I wanted to share with you guys, I am working with a couple of brands. One of them just gave me a code, like I'm not getting anything out of it. If you watch my Instagram stories, I eat a lot of food. (laughs) I love sharing like the things that I make, sauces, things like that. And there is this one company called Terrapin Ridge Farms. And their sauces are ridiculous. Like they're just all these crazy combinations Oh my goodness. Like margarita jelly. What the hell? You know that I've been using on a lot of my creations and they're so satisfying. So if you go to Terrapin Ridge, their Instagram and you go to their website, check them out, Terrapin Ridge Farms, and you can just use code XL Rose. That's my Instagram handle. And that'll save you. I believe it's 15%. So Yeah. Do it for you. Don't do it for me. I don't get anything financially out of it. Just the joy knowing that we're eating the same amazing stuff. (laughs) And also, I recently started working with Neupudix. Now, if you follow my stories again, you will see that I started taking a hormonal supplement well over a year ago. Really helped me with a lot of hormone issues I was having. I recently started taking their Stress Master supplement. It's been really helpful. I've actually been able to tell the difference because when I introduce supplements or new things into my body, I do them one at a time. So I generally don't add new stuff for a couple of weeks. After I've added something else. And I think that the Neupudics, their products, you generally within two to four weeks, you can tell a difference on whether something's working or not. And generally with them, it works. So they have all different types of supplements. They have Microbiome Master. If you feel like you need a little boost with your gut health, they do have some thyroid support. They have a whole line of hormonal issue products. Hormonal products for your hormonal issues. (laughs) I know, I'm so articulate. (laughs) They have an inflammation master if you struggle with chronic inflammation or even just after a tough workout. So they have a whole line of things. And honestly, I love their stuff. I told them, I was like, look, whether I get a code or get compensated or not, I don't care, I'm still gonna use your stuff because it's awesome. So if you get a chance to, go to newpedicshealth.com. And again, the code Rose saves you money. Check it out. It's totally worth it. So today, I'm really excited about our guest today, you guys, because Kristen, first of all, she spells her name like I do. <laughs> but Kristen, I've known Kristen for uh, well over a few years now. She was one of my very first models for Rebellia, which was, it's so cool to have watched her over the years. And just see her blossom and grow and change. She moved down to Atlanta. She used to be local to me. Moved down to the Atlanta area. She's with her boyfriend. Like, she's so happy. She's kicking ass right now in like the nutrition and fitness space. She does bodybuilding. If you've seen her on Instagram, get fit with Chris, C-H-R-Y-S. She's bopping around for her 10-minute morning workouts, like just so much energy, such an incredible vibe. Such a good person. I absolutely love Kristen. She's worked for me at Wadapalooza. She's just such a little light. And every time I've asked her for something like, Hey, you want to come take pictures? Or Hey, like, can, can you help us with this? She has always stepped up. She's always been so supportive of my brand. So it's really an honor and really exciting to have her with us today. So I am so excited today because I have. A good friend of mine, Kristen, on the show today, and I'm just so pumped to have you here, Kristen. Welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) So we like to start things out with GGB, goals, gratitude, and That Three. So right now, what are your current goals?
1: Absolutely. I love goals because they just help me stay focused. So honestly, my goals right now are to just grow a business that creates residual income, for sure. Have balance and, you know, just get closer to myself. You know, I feel like this is a self-discovery phase for me. So that's definitely a goal to take specific action steps to get closer to me. And then really making sure that I create balance in my life, whatever that looks like. Because as mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, it's it's hard sometimes to create that balance. And everyone's balance is different. So it may be not even be an equal balance, but something okay. that works. So that's definitely my goals to start and definitely what I'm focused on.
0: Awesome. And gratitude. I'm sure there's. Grat-
1: oh, my goodness. There. <laughs> Beyond grateful. We were just talking about this. Beyond grateful to be able to run a business successfully within a pandemic and continue to grow it. I can't even put into words how grateful I am for that. Like I'm so appreciative of the things that I have because I know so many other people don't have that opportunity. So that is like my number one. I mean I'm I'm
0: definitely grateful for all my blessings.
1: Like God has been really good, but that's like my number one right there. I'm so grateful for that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy times. so and badass rate badass rate is basically something you're proud of that you've done recently or something that you that you've done that you think is badass
1: I think it's been so badass of me to pivot in this time like so many people just sit in their shit and Mm -hmm. don't try to figure it out and that's you know I'm not someone else but for me I'm so glad that I was able to pivot in a time that might not allowed me to think outside of my own box, you know? So I think it's just been able, I've been able to do that and be really successful in the pivot, you know? Like with business-wise, my relationship, like we've been able to grow. My boyfriend and I have been able to grow together closer. It's just been great. The pivot has been great.
0: Good, love it. So let's talk about that balance because women, their ears perk up whenever they're like, how can I, I need more balance. (laughs) <laughs> right, right <laughs> every every woman asks that I get it all the time. How do you balance? How do I balance? and I think you know obviously when you don't have kids it's a little it's a little different, but it 's still the same game we're still yeah, I- plenty of plates in the air, so what does balance look like for you? Balance for me is
1: making intentional time to do the things that make me happier, bring me joy like. If I feel miserable in something, that's not worth my time. Like, mm-hmm. I need some form of happiness, enjoyment, and bring that to myself on a continuous basis. And if I can't do that, then something's wrong. Like, I need to shift. Yeah. And Sometimes we can get confused in what balance means because we're right. we might be comparing it to someone else's balance and say, "Oh, well, you know, I don't have time to have a me day or take vacation." But that might not be balance for you, you know. Mm-hmm. I've had to learn that myself. Like balance doesn't always mean fifty fifty. Like right. it gets, <laughs> waking up and having coffee and rushing to my phone or my laptop to send out emails. Like that's balance for me. So I try to create that balance by being intentional.
0: I like that. Yeah, Yeah. like the comparing thing too is, I think is really important because I mean, I see other like boutique owners just like doing stuff and it's something that I know I'd be miserable doing. And I'm like, I don't want to be locked into this one thing. I just know I'll hate it. Yep. And it doesn't matter how much money they make doing it or how you know successful they are doing it. I'm like, I know for me, that ain't gonna work. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that, that's where the cycle happens. Like, we'll see somebody doing something that think, we think we might enjoy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I want to be able to do that. How do they have that type of free time? And I don't. Like, you got to do what works best for you. Like, but like I said, balance for me is waking up and having my coffee and having 10 minutes to just breathe instead of going straight to work. So that for me is balance or even taking a day or knowing, like when I said intentions, if I know Friday I'm blocking out this much mm. time for myself, that's me creating balance. So it looks different for everybody. But like you said, I look at something and might be like, I would never want that. Like. No. <laughs> You can have every bit of that, Um yeah, it's not enjoyable, then why is it worth it? There's no exactly. amount of money that can, like, replace your piece at all.
0: There's not. Like, there, there yeah. just isn't. And it's, like, I've even, I've had, I've heard astronomical amounts of money, and I'm still just like, no. Yep.
1: <laughs> I'll either, I'll find another way to do it and make that same amount of money, or I'm just not going to stress myself out. Like, no. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I think they're like, you know, like little tweaks and hacks. Like if you're listening to this game changer for me this week was Calendly, like just a little simple calendar app and sending it to you, Kristen. I was like, I, it just takes so much off of my mental, like load, you know, just little things that just help kind of make shit easier. Like I I don't have to schedule anything with anyone anymore. I'm like, here's a link. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I was listening to um, Gary Vee and he was talking about people ask me all the time, how do you stay so happy all the time? He was mm-hmm. like, if I don't like doing this shit, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if it needs to get done still, I'm going to find someone else to do it for me. Yeah. Like you can always find someone else or something else to step in the place of the things that you don't want to do and give it yeah. off or find a system to do it for you.
0: Yeah. I see a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners just being like, I have to do everything because no one will do it as perfect as me. And it's like, one, you're wrong. Like, right. you're not <laughs> that amazing. I promise you, like, you aren't great at everything. Like, there are some things that are in my zone of genius. And there's some stuff that I don't like to do. And there's stuff that I just suck at. And it's like, those are the things you need to get help with. Like, just yep. take it off your plate. You'll be so much better. And then you'll be like, oh, wow. <laughs> I guess I didn't need to do that. all along (laughs) yeah so I love your um I love your philosophy on nutrition it's very similar to mine I think that I'm hoping I don't know if it's just because I surround myself with people like this but I'm hoping there's a shift in the nutrition space um because obviously diet culture I think has been running rampant forever yeah way back even you know in the 80s growing up and and whatnot (laughs) but (laughs) You know, I, I feel like there's more of this push for balance in food, and there's this push for you know stop beating yourself up and stop acting like you failed and all of that. So, I would love to hear you talk a little bit about your food philosophy and like just your approach to food because I've been checking your stuff and I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're on the same. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. First of all, first of all, I commend any coach or any person, period, who's in the nutrition space who pushes the same agenda that we're pushing, not mm-hmm. even necessarily. End up a philosophy on balance and really, really honing in on body positivity and taking it one day at a time and not restricting yourself because that does come from diet culture thinking. We've been just really tuned into that for so long um, that it's hard to break loose and to trust that the things that do create balance and realistic habits are real and they can happen. You still can thrive in that space. So, like that's really my philosophy is making sure that one, you're focused on the overall goal. Like we literally have one body and as cliche as it sounds like we really do only have one body and we have to take care of it. But restricting yourself and obsessing over what you look like and nitpicking at your your body, that isn't healthy mentally. So here we are chasing this like physique goal, but you know, and it's supposed to be the symbol of health, but Mm -hmm. then it internalizes like these unhealthy thought patterns that can really fester within us. So I think it's so important to just take a step back and recognize that we only have one body, we have to take care of it. And our mind is a big part of that. So my thing when I coach women, and I work with all women, but whoever is listening, you know, and I know you, you know, Rebella and everything else that you Mm -hmm. stand for is about empowering women. So when it comes down to it, equipping women with the tools that they can use to empower themselves and make their own mindful decisions through knowledge, that is so important because so many people make, decisions based off of hearsay and like oh well my mm-hmm. friend did keto and nothing's wrong with that if that gets you motivated but if you don't know what that is or how that works how are you going to truly be able to make a mindful decision so my thing is empowering women through knowledge and practice and that's yeah. how they get realistically
0: I love that I love that so much yeah and I really feel like you know I mean I'm like building my my nutrition side. I'm hiring coaches. I'm bringing, you know, other like-minded women on. And I'm like, I said this on my Instagram the other day. I'm like, look, if there are other coaches out there with a similar philosophy, we're all on the same team. Like we're saving women, you know? <laughs> like We're helping women save themselves. And I was like, I never get upset if someone wants to work with someone else who might be a better fit. You know, obviously if they're a psychopath who's like, Oh, we'll drop your calories, you know, like all of that, then I'm like, ah. but you know, that healthy mindset, it, it, it's so important as a coach. It's so important to just be like, we are all in this together because we are fighting a monster. Yep. A monster you know but there's a reason why the diet industry is a multi-billion dollar industry and it's not because it's good for you
1: (laughs) you'll even see shifts in you know uh food marketing because they recognize that the the culture is shifting Mm. like It used to be where there's not so much nutrition science. There are there aren't a lot of people seeking that that further knowledge. So they're just kind of going along with, well, I heard this was healthy, so let me do it. Low carb, Mm. I I heard that's what they say helps you lose weight, let me do it. But now more people and we have more access to more information, especially with social media. Mm. So the the shift is happening even in the things that we buy into. So food marketing, now you'll see like high protein and you know uh less sugar because Mm -hmm. food marketers recognize oh wait they're shifting their mindsets and that just it takes a a village oops i'm blocking myself
0: it takes a village (laughs) yeah one of the things that irritates me that i see all the time is like keto. this is a keto keto friendly and i'm like please stop like i want to eat this kind of stuff too and i need it to not have 10 zillion grams of fat please and like exactly. carbs are okay <laughs>
1: yeah carbs are absolutely fine and like keto has been around forever they yeah. just put a to it that sounds more attractive than you know keto what it really means you know what i'm yeah. saying like you can't market a full explanation of keto
0: it's repackaged yeah <laughs>
1: Pre package that, but to say just give it a cute little name and put it on packaging, people are like, Oh, I'm gonna try that. I can eat mm-hmm. you know bacon and fat all day. <laughs> well, you're also probably gonna clog them already, ar- the <laughs> <up this. laughs> but that's a whole other conversation.
0: It is. <laughs> <laughs> I like how so you compete in bodybuilding, still, right? Are you still doing yep. that? Yeah, yeah, which I think is really cool because. For so long, that has been such an unhealthy world, you know, a girl gets off the stage wins, and she's like teeny tiny, and probably got there by starving herself. And then she's like, I'm gonna coach people. And then yeah. the cycle is just, you know, on and on and on. So I think that the approach to bodybuilding and stage, you know, competing on stage like, what are your challenges with that? Because I don't touch that at all. Like when, when women come to me and they're like, oh, I compete. And I'm like, okay, let me find someone who will work <laughs> right for you. Because I'm trying to give you more food.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. You know what? I'm grateful that there are a lot of coaches who are shifting their process. There's a lot of work to be done because obviously you have the people who are still eating tilapia and asparagus every day, no carbs and like, pulling three gallons of water for for peak week but at the same time like there are also coaches out there who are invested in evidence-based coaching who believe in you know fueling with food Mm. and as a coach myself when I recognize you know maybe I get someone who came off a competition I help them transfer their mindset so that they don't fall into those diet traps that we've been falling into for forever Mm. so when I see it personally as a coach i try to correct it and educate through it but i can't touch everybody you know what i'm saying right. so i my platform to let people know hey whether you're a competitor or not you don't have to starve yourself to get to your goals i don't care what goal you're reaching if you don't have more food it's not going to work long for the long term it's just not i don't care who you are i don't care if you've been on the olympia stage which is the biggest stage in bodybuilding it doesn't matter if you can't Keep up with it in a healthy way, mentally and physically.
0: Yeah, no, completely. It's such a crazy world to me. And one one of the things I see all the time too is okay, the competition is over. Face plant into all of the things, and then you get you know these women who have gained like ten pounds in like minutes, practically. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: it happens. I remember my first competition; I was freaked out. No one warned me about that, yeah. but everyone glorifies the post-show binge. And it's like, if you don't, if no one tells you about it, you're like, hell yeah, I'm about to eat a whole dozen donuts after I've just had no cars for five months. Like, okay. But then you do it. And my first show, that's what happened to me. I literally gained 15 pounds the next day. And I went to the doctor because I was freaked out. And I was like, what's going on? And <laughs> The doctor was like, I have no idea. I've never seen this before. Like he was freaked out because he didn't, (laughs) I guess, never worked with a competitor. (laughs) And I was just, I was completely zoned. And it really took me back because I had just weighed my my least I looked my best and then I went from that to gaining all this weight back and it's discouraging and it takes a toll on your mindset but you really have to I think for us as competitors be responsible in that space to not glorify this post-show binge and that even takes a, a look into what you're doing so extreme that makes you want to act like that after your show your body is literally starving
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that alone is, is unhealthy. I mean, granted, there's tons of different approaches to it, but I just truly believe in having that balance and because I know it can be reached. Now, I will say this. It's a lot different for women, especially if you don't have to have as much muscularity or if you don't have to have or be as shredded. It's a lot different because a male bodybuilder is definitely going to have to play around with a lot more than someone who's like a female bikini competitors so it does differ but there are definitely different approaches to each sport to each division
0: yeah it's such a it's such a crazy world to me because i'm just
1: (laughs) (laughs) because you know what the end goal truly is your physique like You're not being judged on your mental health. You're not being judged on anything but that single moment. So people are like, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter. I don't Mm -hmm. care. And then they get there and they deal with the repercussions afterwards. So if you're willing to get there in an unrealistic way, and then you're okay with having to deal with the post-show stress and binge eating and all that, you just got to go into it knowing that that's what you may have to deal with if you take an unhealthy approach.
0: Yeah, that's, it's just scary. (laughs) I mean, it's just, you know, for me, I'm like, it's so scary, but it's so cool that you're in that world and like, there's, you know, people like you and, and I've worked with coaches that, you know, they definitely focused on the the bodybuilding competitors and they were like, very healthy about it. And they're like, you know, can you imagine it's your birthday and you're, you're in prep or whatever, and like not being able to have a slice of cake, like how sad is that? You know,
1: (laughs) You know what, though? Honestly, sometimes it's not sad for the person who wants it bad enough, you know, like it's your birthday. It's like, I don't even care about that cake because I got (laughs) like I got goals. And that's that's okay for the people who are like they want it bad. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't care. They don't mind the sacrifice. But for people who are like, you know, this isn't really what my ultimate goal is, I just kind of get to the stage and see how I like it. Like if you're in that space, Mm. then yeah, you're gonna definitely want to take a a more balanced approach or more flexible approach, because you will probably miss out on some stuff like that.
0: Yeah,
1: it's interesting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm so fascinated by it, too, because it's just like I said, it's just not, it's not, it's not my world. And you know, I definitely help people who are doing like, powerlifting or crossfit and stuff like I can I can fuel them all day like <laughs> you know that's my jam but yeah like competitors I'm just like oh I want to
1: feed you all the food <laughs> I know. it's 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 definitely one of those things once you're zoned in and you love it those things that seem really like weird or crazy to people who aren't in it are like we love it so it's just a different mindset but you have to have that mentality going yeah. into it wrap your mind around it so it's really not for everybody you know
0: yeah it's definitely not for everyone I think there's definitely like a like a transfer you know like if you can do one thing you can do anything like that you know whereas like I'm that way with business and and I don't you know when it comes to my food like yeah I can I can zone in I remember when I had you down in Florida with me and you were like like just so dead tired exhausted like voice so quiet and you're like I'm gonna go to the gym and I'm like you're yeah. crazy
1: <laughs> yeah that was January I think I was like a few months out for my first show that year and yeah that's when the turn happened my calories yeah. I remember you guys were like do you want to, are you able to eat butter on this? I think, um, I think hubby made some pancakes or something and they're like, can you eat this? <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a sacrifice for, for normal life for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, you were like, you were in the zone and you were like, I'm just going to do, I got to do what I got to do. I have to go to the gym at like, it was like 10 o'clock at night. Like yeah, this works like a 12 yeah. hour day. Right. I know you just gotta do what you
1: gotta do. I think what you said was interesting about how it's a transfer because it's one of those things where if you enjoy it, to other people it might sound crazy. Mm. But like just like you said, entrepreneurship—people look at me working all the time, and they're like, "My my mom, especially bless her heart—it comes from a place of love." But she's like, "You need to take a break. You need (laughs) to take off." And I'm like, "Mom, I love." this. Like I love working. I don't mind being on my laptop at midnight on a
0: Saturday.
1: Yeah. That's my thing. Like this is my business is my baby. So same thing with entrepreneurship, with competing, with powerlifting, CrossFit, whatever it is that you do, people who are on the outside looking in may be like, how do you do that? Don't you want to do X, Y, Z? And they'll they'll transfer their wants and needs on you yeah. and you can block that out because it can kind of seep into your consciousness. Like, should I be taking a break from my work? Should I not be doing bodybuilding at CrossFit? No, do it. Go make you happy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I went with my husband to the beach for a few days and like people, I don't think people realize that like I set my business up so I can do those things. But you know, there's always stuff I still have to do where I have to be aware of. I can't just like go like radio silent for three days. Like for me, it's not possible, but yeah, I'll go to Bali for a week and work from, you know, my computer or like get myself ahead. So then Mm -hmm. when I'm there, I have a little bit less to do, but people will be like, don't you dare check your email or don't you (laughs) dare, you know, answer messages or this, that. And I'm like, but I love it. Like I love working. So it, to me, it's not, I'm not burnt by doing those things.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be also conscious that people think that way and that everyone doesn't think like you, because Mm -hmm. it can start to get really annoying. And you're, you'll kind of be like, why is everybody telling me to stop working? Like, you know, (laughs) and it's like, but you got to just understand that people come from a different perspective, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's very different. I mean, you know, my husband gets to like, I guess, clock out in a sense, but you know, he travels for work and he's gone all the time and he's got like long, you know, hours and stuff. And so when he's off, he's off and that's lovely for him. <laughs> but it's just a different mindset. And like, he just, you know, it works really well because he understands that I have to be this way. And, and in the beginning, it wasn't like that. In the beginning, it was very like, <sighs> Are you working again? How long right. are you working for? And I'm like forever, forever. That's how long. Do <laughs> it. Get used
1: to it now. <laughs> and he, and he did. And look at y'all now. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Switching to the personal here. So you and your boyfriend. I remember when you moved from Charlotte and down to Atlanta. So like, how's that? How's that going?
1: It's been really good. It's been such a learning process. I mean, obviously, you know, everything hasn't been a smooth world just because me and Josh were long distance for almost two years, like a year and a half or whatever. So that was an experience because every time we visit each other, it was like a new first date, you know? Mm -hmm. And then there's this thing that, and I've told him this all the time, like, doing long distance is interesting because you have this perception of what this person is and how they are physically just Mm. in the flesh. And then when you meet them, not meet them, but link up with them, your chemistry, your physical energy, your vibrations, all of that has to collide. And you're like, this is different because I'm used to you on the phone, you know? And, And so when we moved in together, that was like a whole new journey. Like we had to learn each other from not just from the phone, but in the flesh. So that was an experience. Not only that, but we were living together. So mm-hmm. learning to live with someone as well that you've been talking to on the phone for almost two years. So there was a learning gap there. We had to I mean, we're very similar in the way we live. So that wasn't like, oh my God, you're messy. Like it wasn't really <coughs> much of that. But more so like two entrepreneurs who are busting their asses trying to grow their business because he owns a gym in Atlanta. We're both in the fitness space. Mm-hmm. So live All we do, all we talk about is business and fitness. And so it's very similar. So we even take ourselves out of that zone and be like, we should probably go on a date and not do anything related to any of it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even though we love it, but then, you know, growing together and he's there to support me for like competitions. He also used to compete. So like he gets bodybuilding, which is hard to, uh, to help someone understand that if they're not in it. So that was definitely a plus. And so, you know, going through that and then living together during a prep for a competition, because if you don't know, you know, like you do adjust your carbs, you do adjust your water, you're tired. So having to deal with someone who's on a prep, I think at one point we were both on prep for competition at the same time. So we're coming in like, don't talk to me. (laughs) Like, I'm going to bed. There's like, grouchy. (laughs) so it's just interesting to learn each other but now even with the pandemic like i was saying telling you before we both have this like respect for one another space and time and we love being together and it's just helped us grow together so much even more in this pandemic so i'm i'm so grateful like granted the pandemic has a lot of things that are are bad they're just bad and people yeah. are losing their lives and not to make this dark but like I'm aware of that stuff, but I'm also grateful for the opportunity that it's allowed both of us and just for us to grow together. It's been great. So for anybody out there, who's maybe in a long distance relationship or just trying to, you know, coincide with their partner, communication is definitely key and has been key for us. And that's been like Mm -hmm. the glue along with God, like the glue in our relationship. So it's been great.
0: No, so good that's such a good point. communication is huge. I was in a long distance relationship for like a year and a half at one point, and it was like I think the hardest part for me the if I could go back and do something differently, which I wouldn't because I'm very happily married yeah but, <laughs> to someone else but if I could go back, I would say to really focus on being present in the moment whenever I would like visit him or he would come visit me it was like automatically I was already thinking of like him leaving and how sad I would be and I wasn't able to like really enjoy just like the time we had together because I was always there
1: yeah I mean when I mentioned balance that's one of the things that I know I need to work on even now is like being present because I'll get so wound up in business and thinking about, oh my God, I gotta do this. I gotta send this email. I gotta, that I'm not in a present state, even within my relationship sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's huge with anything that you care about to be present in the moment because you can't fully enjoy whatever that thing is if you're not.
0: Right. And then you look up and you're like, what did I even do? Like, what? Right?
1: For real, for real. Uh, from memories, from relationships, from wins, success. Because a lot of times, even as entrepreneurs, as business owners, we can have this huge win. And it's like, OK, what's next? It's yeah, like, I'm whoa, nice. whoa, let's think about what's happening here. Like, girl, you just made $10,000.
0: Like, slow down. <laughs> That's not like an everyday thing for most yeah. people. Celebrate that, you know? Yeah, that's I mean, that's something that this year I was like, I am going to celebrate, even the smallest wins, like have to just give myself something to celebrate because it's so easy to just be on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And then it's like, you know, I always tell people the journey is the destination, right? Like when you get there, like you'll never get there because there's always another there to get to. So if you don't take the time to just celebrate along the way, then you'll never be able to like, you're not going to have that final big celebration. What? 10 years from now? Like, no, that's, that's not going to work.
1: You'll never enjoy anything. Like I had this (laughs) moment when I had my first big month and to me it was big because at the time I wasn't making, you know, my business wasn't profiting as much as I would have wanted it to. Mm -hmm. And so I remember the first time I made, I had a $10,000 month and I was like, Okay, what's next? Like, I didn't even stop to think. Like, girl, you was just making two thousand dollars. Like, yeah, that's a big jump. Like, celebrate that win and stop thinking. Like, okay, what's next? Because that's always going to be the mindset if you don't stop and like really bask in it. Because then the next goal will be okay. Let's have a hundred thousand dollar month. You'll reach that hundred k and be like, okay, next, what's next? I need a million now. I need yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, take a second reflect on what just happened like be proud of yourself and be like you know what that was like you said that was badass like I'm yeah. proud of myself that matters
0: yeah and like do something like out of the ordinary for it you know like, yeah. I, we, we had a really great sales month last month and I took my team which is me and Cassie I took <laughs> I took Cassie out we bought an expensive bottle of wine and we sipped it and ate cheese and you know like basked in it yeah. and it was like you know, would we do that every day? Absolutely not. But it was like, let's mark this and really celebrate it. Not just like, yay, I did it, I'm proud. But like, you know, do something out of the ordinary to really just kind of like seal that. <laughs>
1: yeah. That makes you feel good and gives you even more motivation to keep going because one of my like milestone months I had I was like, I'm going somewhere. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So I took a trip to Miami. Yeah. By my- And it was great. Like, I had a great time. I had some free time also to unwind, get away from everything. Like, I love my boyfriend, death, But, you know, you need your own me time, too. So like it just felt so good to just get out, do something for me. And those moments help, I even think, not only refresh you, but like catapult you into the next level, the next Mm. goal. So it's definitely important to do that, no matter what space you're in, whether you're a mom, a wife, a partner, a whatever, a business owner. Like it takes that to just really tell yourself, like, okay, I'm doing a great thing, and I want to continue to do that. It just keeps you going,
0: and it, you know, it reinforces that like happiness and that celebration. Right, as you do it, and then you celebrate, and you're like, oh, I want that feeling again. Like I want mm-hmm. to do that again, instead of yep. like. Oh, it's not good enough. And I'm just never, you know, because then you reinforce that feeling. So yep. it's like, if you just keep that little celebration train going, like you're always going to feel good and you're going to be happy and enjoying right. what you do as opposed to being like, it's never good enough. I'm comparing myself to every other woman and every other business out there. And it's, you know, sometimes literally the only thing you need to change is like your perspective. And then everything uh-huh. You have
1: to find that for yourself first before anything else can contribute to that, because if not, you'll fill those voids with it. And it'll be like, oh, man, I'm going to be happy when mm-hmm. I get this extra money or when I meet this man or woman or whatever. And then you'll get there. You'll get that thing. And it'll be like the worst feeling because mm-hmm. you'll re- you'll recognize, oh, shit, that didn't do anything. I'm truly not happy. So you, that happiness comes from within. So celebrating wins, being proud of yourself, recognizing what's going to make you happy internally first
0: Mm. is huge because you'll never fill that with anything. Like you just won't. So big, so good. (laughs) Awesome. So we like to end things on a quote. I think this is a perfect point to do that. So is there a quote that you just like either live by or like maybe you're feeling right now that you're kind of... That you want to share with us? I think
1: one that I always
0: reiterate to myself
1: is stand for something or fall for anything. And it's just the most basic quote, but it really is like a staple in my life, no matter what it is. Like when I'm making business decisions, when I'm, you know, making content, when I'm talking to anyone is standing up for myself and what I believe in, I would rather stand for something and speak up on things and speak up for myself, than take a back seat to my goals or the things or my values or anything like that. So no matter what it is, like, I'm going to stand up for, for me, absolutely. And for anything else that I see going on in this world, like obviously we can't turn a blind eye to anything that's going on in the country, in our country, in the U S if you're listening from the U S but like There's a lot going on right now. So I'm going to speak up on the things that I believe in. If that is racism, if that's nutrition and people out here spreading false knowledge, like if that's anything that people are doing that goes against women, like I'm going to speak up on that. And that is going to help continue the feelings I have that I didn't take a backseat to me what I believe in. And that's important to me.
0: So good. Yeah. Where can they find you? Where can we find you? Yes, y'all can find me on
1: Instagram. That's where I am the most. It's at Get Fit With Chris and it's Get Fit With C-H-R-Y-S. that's my Instagram name. But that is probably where I spend the most time. That's across all platforms. So website, facebook it's get fit with chris and my passion is definitely nutrition so if you need any nutrition advice if you need any you know quick little workouts i do 10 minute workouts in the mornings that just keeps people moving so feel free to check it out feel free to follow me or you know join in on the conversation i'm always here for some new connections I love
0: it. Thank you so much for taking the time. Yes! Thank you for having me.
1: This was cool. I I love what you're doing. I think this is great. I can only imagine the stories that you're going to continue to share. So keep it going. Keep it growing. I'm super proud of you as a woman, as a a business owner. You're doing your thing, girl. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.